Welcome back, Xers, to another episode of It Only Hurts When I Talk, the podcast for Gen Xers aging disgracefully. In this week's episode, we talk about the concept of being an adult, why Greg is concerned he's not adult enough, and why James just doesn't give a shit. So enough with the chit-chat. Let's get on with it. Yes! Get on with it! All right, here we are once again. We are here to talk about things. To talk about things. Yep. And stuff. Should we talk a little bit about how we're going to talk about things? Sure. So, you know, this is season two. We didn't really know when we started we were going to do seasons, but decided, hey, let's do seasons. Why not? Why not? And we have a whole bunch of topics in front of us, and um, we decided that we're going to put together season two and, and future seasons assuming that you'll still have us for future seasons let's, mm. let's you know you know the, the sequel it's it's a rarity that the sequel outshines the original but we will see this is our empire strikes back right here <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> we we have a have a, a high concept here of a of a common high concept a high con- very high, high con- very high concept, high concept. Yeah. Of, of, of a thread of a of a pattern running through all of these topics and we're not going to tell you what it is so let's see if anyone can figure out what connects all the dots. What is it? We'll try to make it not completely obfuscated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're also not going to make it easy either. What, what, what are they going to win, Chuck? Um, nothing. No, we'll figure out some, something inappropriate. Yeah, th- there could always be something inappropriate. It's, it's mm-hmm. just the knowledge of a job well done, but we should, it should be a little more than that. It should be, yes. I'm looking around. As as we all know, there's a lot of crap in my basement. That I a lot of wrapping paper. I, I I could send some wrapping paper. There's a half crocheted doll of Elsa that only has uh, that is missing arms and hair. Creepy. Uh, that that is quite creepy. I've got a ton of holiday themed stuffed animals that require batteries to sing songs. Yeah. There's a there's a, a crocodile here with a banjo and a top hat that sings "See You Later, Alligator." These are all gifts from your mother-in-law, by the way. Ah, yes. Yeah, there's lots of them. We need the more of that crap. Mm-hmm. I like when the batteries blow up so they can't be used anymore. Yeah. yeah. Or, you know, they just make their way into a goodwill donation bag somehow by mm-hmm. mistake. Yeah, I need to start doing that when no one's paying attention. Mm. What else? Oh, so many, so many things. So many things I could deliver as a gift. Anyway, anyway. So our first episode of the season was, uh, did you have a job as a kid? Yep. And now we're kind of going to talk about what, for both of us, what what we feel like we're going to be when we grow up. (laughs) (laughs) So is this this from the perspective of when I was a kid and what I thought I was going to do? Or like... Where I am right now, when I finally grow up, this is what I'm going to do. I, I personally, I'm looking at it as the from where I am now. Like eventually, I'm going to grow up. Uh, okay. <laughs> do you, do, well, let's let's start there. Do you do you honest? Can you honestly tell me that you feel like a grown up? Like what your perception of a grown up? So, is? so what does that mean exactly? I mean, there are certainly things that I. I like about being quote a grown up and there are things I don't like in comparison to what I thought I was going to do as a kid. I mean, like, so you have these, these concepts in mind of what you're going to do. I mean, there's like a half a dozen of things that I tell you, <laughs> I tell you about the time 
I think I was in second grade. Was it second grade? I think it was second grade. Um, we all had to like draw pictures of what we're going to be when we grow up. And I got sent to the principal's office because I drew myself as a hitman. <laughs> <laughs> but I had just, you know, in, 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 to, to my defense, I was very young and I had just watched uh, one of the Godfathers with my grandfather. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really cool. I was, we had all these guys dressed in these suits, right? You know, and, and I was one of the, one of the guys in the back, and he's like, "Well, what are what are you?" I'm like, "I'm like one of those guys in The Godfather." And my teacher goes, "A hitman." <laughs> uh, well, in fairness, in that movie, that's the definition of success, right there. Exactly. I love it. No, it, it makes me think of that that meme that's gone around of the woman explaining to her kid's teacher that the picture they drew of what mom does for a living was her selling snow shovels during a storm and not a bunch of people handing her ones when she's on a stripper pole. Um, <laughs> nice. I'll have to find that one for the, uh, for the website. That's a, that's a classic picture, but yeah, I, I cannot tell you what I thought I was going to be when I grew, when I grew up. It, it, I'm talking more about the fact that I, I bounce back and forth, and, and maybe it's just because of my relationship with my parents. I bounce back and forth between thinking that I'm still a child. <laughs> and, oh, of course. And, you know, then I have to parent. Yes. And I, as, as I mentioned to you earlier today, the, like, the other day my daughter had a blowout on her tire, and it was minor, and it was – of all the ways she could have had, you know, quote-unquote car trouble as a new driver, this was the best possible scenario mm -hmm. for her to get used to the unknown. But, um, but you know, I, I had to adult – a bit there and, and be the adult at the same time having never changed a tire in my life. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Cause we all know how you are with cars. We, we do. We do. But, but yeah, I, I still, I, if I'm being honest, I look around at all I have achieved and I have a family and I have a home and I have a bank account and I am secure and all that. Mm -hmm. And I, and I still feel like there's growing up that needs to be done, that there are things what? that I, I look around and go, wow, look at those people acting like adults. <laughs> So this is in comparison to other people, not in comparison to what you think you should be doing as an adult in your own head. Aren't they the same thing? No. So, I mean, you can look around and gauge your, quote, adulthood <laughs> on what you see others doing. Okay, that's one way. But then there's also this image you have in your mind of what do you think an adult should be and... It's like, which one are you measuring against? Because that's, that's, let, let me let yeah. me tell you, measuring against other people is dumb because other people will suck. Well, well, yes, yes, that's true. But don't we always live on a "the grass is always greener" mentality to some degree? Uh, I don't even have grass, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I'm not one like one of you Westchester okay. people with grass. Grass. <laughs> oh. If only I had grass. <laughs> Never mind how green it is. It's just uh -huh, grass. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Well, and then there, are, and then you know, let's take the analogy as far as we can. And 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 then there are the people that you know, despite all the all of their self promotion, are working with astroturf. Mm -hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or it's you know cosmetically enhanced grass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my. True green chemlon. No, but I think it's I, a, I think it's a valid question because mm -hmm. I don't. It is. I don't look at other people and say, wow, they're grownups. They got their shit figured out. No. I mean, we're all, you know, look, it's not a race. We're all crazy. So <laughs> that's it, fair. It, we all, we, 
you don't know what's going on behind the eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And so from from their perspective, they could have just as much, what am I going to get it together? What am I going to be a grown-up imposter syndrome bullshit that we all do? I think about it more of like when I was younger, what I thought grown-ups were, like looking at my parents and my grandparents, and now that I'm approaching, you know, I can clearly remember my parents being my age. And I have this, I have this uh, dichotomy of what I thought they were probably thinking about and acting about in their heads when they were, when they were that age, and what they probably actually were. Yeah. <laughs> because if it's anything like me, I'm like, oh snap, we there was not nearly the amount of control and confidence that I thought there was. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, without <laughs> agreed a thousand percent, there was. Well, and it, at the age we were then, we just assumed our parents, we, we, we might have disagreed with everything they said and been frustrated as a, as a young adult or a teenager living in their house. But at the same time, they knew the answers to everything. Mm-hmm. And, and you had to admit that, that they just, they, they have their shit together. No. No, no. They didn't. But, they, but didn't. they didn't. But they didn't. No. They didn't. I, the, you mentioned imposter syndrome. I think that's a very, very real thing here. Oh, I know you hate Jimmy Buffett, but the yes. I'm there, he has a line. I'm growing a song called "I'm growing older, but not up," <laughs> and I think that's the way I always feel. And that is that is a lot of imposter syndrome. Of yeah, I'm older, and I should have a better handle on what's going on in the world and raising but my children. And there's the whole should thing, though. But, so that you, you keep saying should, yeah, right. So sh- that implies that there's a standard against which you are judging yourself. So if you can't clearly define what that is, then it's, I think it's a, it's a false, you're, you're measuring yourself against something that can't be measured. Divide by zero. It doesn't, it doesn't equate. Okay. Okay. So how do we define what an adult means? Right. So it's like, okay, when I grew up, so that means you don't think you're grown up yet, which means that you have an idea of what grown up looks like. So tell me what grown up looks like. What does grown up look like? Grown up is, <laughs> I'm gonna, by saying all these things that I think I'm not, I'm going to really make myself look bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, believe me, you've done that plenty in the past. Oh, so good. This is okay. going to shock anyone. So this is this is not surprising to anyone. No, no. A, a grown up is is responsible, sets the right example, um, is is well versed in what's going on around them, is. Uh, is constantly striving to to improve themselves. Man, I don't see that at all in grown up. That's not my no. vision of grown up. No, not at all. I mean, grown up. What does that mean? I don't know what it means, but I know that there are certain attributes associated with aging, like the right to vote and the right to drive a vehicle and the right to be drafted into the military. <laughs> um, what what is it still 20 20 you have to be 25 or older to rent a car i remember that was a yeah. big deal when we were really young um but there's like these these milestones that you pass that i think people associate with quote being grown up i think this whole concept there's not like a threshold that you pass it's a if it's a measure of responsibility and a measure of like cause and effect critical thinking there are some people that never grow up Oh, absolutely because, not. Because they are just like, it's a miracle they don't walk into walls constantly. Yet there are others along those same measures that have not even gained the right to vote yet. They're so young, but yet they have all of those stronger attributes. So 
by that measure, they're more, quote, grown up than these people that have 30 or 40 years on them. I feel like grown up is in the eye of the beholder here to a large degree. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. So am I a grown up? Well, sure. I mean, 50 something, 51 years old. I, I would think that I am a grown up as it relates to somebody who is like 16 because I have a concept of what it takes to, I don't want to say self-sufficient, but reasonably, I know what it takes to survive in our society. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and, I, and I have this, I have a degree of empathy and I have emotional intelligence so that I can make connections with people and really understand the cause and effect of why things are going on. It's not a mystery to me. Right, why some people are just assholes, or how some people are actually trying to manipulate me. I've lost my naivete. Right, I, I think I'm going to boil that down to the attitude of, I can figure it out if I have to. Right. Um, I mean, that's so much of that. I think of now. It's like when I was a kid, I'd be like, "Oh my god, my you know self confidence was so low." Blah blah blah. Now I'm like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Like even my team uh, at work, which I just, I've mentioned a few times, they're quite quite young. Uh, in comparison, uh, and certainly in their careers. And I'm just like, figure it out. We're like, well, but, but how? <laughs> that That's the figure it out part. <laughs> You're smart. Figure it out. So it, it almost boils down to critical thinking. Exactly. Uh, and, and it's interesting because it, uh, I'll rant about social media. It, 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 that is probably one of the reasons that I get so irate when on like the local bulletin boards, someone posts, who has the best clam chowder in town? <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm like, go be a adult and go figure that out for yourself. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, hey, which one is, you know, who has the best beer around here? Well, <laughs> by what measure? I mean, th that's baloney. So uh, yeah. Anyway, I think it. I think it is a, a huge, in part, a huge, uh, hugely critical thinking skills. Hmm. I think it's emotional intelligence and empathy when I think of what does being a grown-up mean. But I don't think it's a threshold that one crosses. It's something that we ideally are learning our entire lives. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with that. And I think it crosses over quite a bit into our willful ignorance conversation. Because I think something I come back to is politics. So we're dealing right now with, with everything going on in, in Gaza. And I will be the first to admit that I do not have a solid background in any of the history there. I have a cultural background um, in the fact that, I, that I'm Jewish, but I feel like that's one of those things where if I was a grown-up, in air quotes, mm -hmm. I'd be reading the, you know, the Times and the Journal every day trying to get a, a feel for what, what the reality is of the situation. But it's just not something that I'm going to put the time into. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that makes me less of a grown-up because I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not investing in something that's important. But I have plenty of time to binge stuff on Netflix. You're going to the whole important should. thing, and I'm like, what is yeah. and should what is important? I mean, that's I try to I try to stay away from those definitions because they're completely subjective. So therefore, I think is the concept of quote being a grown-up. There's at some point, you know, in our lives and in our age that the government has determined you are now past the threshold from being a dumb shit to somebody who's ultimately accountable for their actions. And I, I made an, you, you mentioned earlier the right to vote, drive a car, all that. I made a note for a future episode. 
I want to get into like the, the right to versus what should be retested on a fairly regular basis. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, there's, there are, there are some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't pass a driving test once. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a topic. The whole, but yeah, I don't, topic. I think we miss or inappropriately link our maturity, emotional and, and, and mental psychological maturity to an age that's been defined as a threshold for certain civil milestones. I think you have a very healthy attitude about that. And I think that I do not. Um, <laughs> Says, okay, you don't, so, you don't need to listen to any more episodes. That is exactly <laughs> that's see now you just gave away the whole theme for the, for the second season. Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> no, I like that theme better than the one we came up with. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> no, I, I hear what you're saying, and you're abs- and I agree with all of it. I just all I can do is say how I feel, which is wrong. That, uh, which, which is wrong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh man, freaking impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I always feel like there. You know, one day I will be, and it is it is an imposter syndrome thing. One day I will feel like I am a competent adult, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like I'm there yet. And I can't, t- I can't tell you anything specifically that I do. It's it, let me okay. Let me dive into this deeper. There's nothing that I do that I'm going to say makes me feel like a like less than a grown up. I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't not pay my bills. I don't you know party all the time or go out drinking more often than I should or or anything like that. I don't. I, I am not an irresponsible adult by any stretch of the imagination. I do what I'm supposed to do, and I know supposed to. I do what I believe I should be doing as a, as a functioning adult and, and head of household and all that jazz and, and, and parent and spouse and whatnot and, and employee. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like I could be adulting better. <laughs> I get it. But, but that's, a, that, you know, that's a you thing. It is a me thing. I, and that's the concept of what are we doing as like continuous improvement projects on ourselves yeah. and are we paying attention? I think that's part of that emotional intelligence and wherewithal and, just that's that's the psychological maturity because there are some folks that you know will be 60 years old and still not understand how or why the world is always against them and why everything sucks for them and blah 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 what they don't realize is that it's them Mm -hmm. right that everybody has these kind of things going on there's nothing there's nothing unique about your level of crazy okay (laughs) it's like we we all got a little bit of crazy so the things that are happening around you are happening not because you're born under some bad sign, but because of probably your approach to things and the way you're, how you see yourself in that environment. That's what I think. I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting that one sink in just a bit. What I'm saying is this, is this is your problem, Greg. This is all created by you for you. So you got that going for you. I think you could snippet that line you just said and just use it every episode because you tend to. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a it's a me thing, um, and I don't I don't want it to come across like I think that I'm less than because I don't feel that way. I'm very proud of of my life and what I do. I just mm-hmm. I just I it does come back to that what I quote unquote feel like I am supposed to be adulting with. I'm I'm stuck on how to how to actually explain it and wrap my arms around it. 
are you looking at, I, I just keep coming back to, uh, so, you know, are there others out there that say, oh my God, I'm, I'm, why, there are so many other people my age, let's say, again, you're drawing a line in the sand based on a elapsed time that are more adult than I am. Well, what does that mean? I don't, let me, so let me give an example of something recently, and I, and I, I pretty much know how you're going to poke a hole in this, but that's okay, because let's talk about it. Okay. Um, I've, I've got a friend who recently um, switched jobs, mm-hmm. and he, he, took a, he took a risk. He took a, a high-risk, high-reward thing, which was going to involve some travel, but it was something he was excited about, and you know, went ahead and did it. I am such a risk averse person. I am on I am on my third company in my career. And I am 52 years old. Mm-hmm. So I spent 5 years at my first job, 14 at my next job. I'm coming up on 12 at my current job. And I've moved around internally in those two longer well in all three of those stints actually. I I would be so nervous at this stage of the game and always have been about taking a leap. The last time I switched companies, it was because someone I used to work with moved to the place I am now and then called me and said, Hey, we could use someone like you. Like I was, so I have had very little risk tolerance for that kind of a big change. And I look at my friend who did this and I'm impressed by, by the risk they took. And I always, I think to myself, when when I grow up, (laughs) I'll be willing to take that kind of a gamble. No, I mean, that's, it's all, there's nothing about quote growing up that equates to your ability to take a gamble. I mean, there's critical thinking involved and that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with your age. It's your, it's your ability to process it. And what you're telling me is that there are, there are things, maybe, maybe it's the fact that you're romanticizing certain facts about the fact that he did this. I think that may be part of it. I, I feel like too, he did it without a net with a, and I, and I think to myself, I'm not, that's one of the things that, that we do as adults is we do things without a safety net. And it's something that kids don't do because mom and dad are the safety net. They're always well, there as the safety net. We have safety nets. I mean, we, it's called a calculated risk, right? Kids can take a blind risk and a gamble, and sometimes they die. Human uh, Adults do that too, right? <laughs> yeah. So it could turn out badly for people. But the, the concept of like your friend taking another job a high risk, high reward, he accepted the inherent risk that comes with that position. Now, whether he, he, I assume it's a he, whether he uh, would want to, or whether he accepts responsibility for that, right, of of accepting that, I would say it's accountability for that decision is a whole nother tune. Because there are people that will constantly jump around because all they see is a, is a shiny thing and not think about the consequences and do their due diligence appropriately. I think that's when you think people say adulting. I think that I think that's what adulting is. It's that critical thinking, due diligence, risk versus reward aspect. How much do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. And as you get older, ideally, hopefully, or you become more risk averse because you have more to lose than somebody who's really young. So you tend to gamble more. You tend to do this. You tend to do that. And in retrospect or looking, even looking at them, not necessarily looking backwards, but looking at younger people doing that may seem reckless. But it's just the fact that I think they've got, what do they got to lose? Yeah, there's, there's, le- hmm. there's so many things I think about going back and like, and I even tell, again, my team that what do you have to lose, right? 
You're 26 years old. <laughs> right. You could start again. <laughs> what? You, you, li- literally, what do you have to lose? Your dog. Okay. You're gonna. You're not going to lose your dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if it's something that's going to, you know, scratch an itch, you should do it. Right. If, if it's going to be something you think you're going to regret. Now, granted, moving to Bangkok and joining Underground Knife Fighting League is probably not the best idea. But if it's going to scratch your itch and you're 26, <laughs> it's understandable that one would make that conscious decision at 26, then 46 or 56. I would watch that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So not speaking from experience this time. <laughs> I would hope not. <laughs> so I think it has, I think your concept of when I grow up is based around an invalid concept that there is an up. Like you're, you're going to pass a certain point where it's mm-hmm. like one of the things you said, Hey, I'm knowledgeable about the world and blah, blah, blah. I, there's plenty of people that I know that are older than me that don't know shit about what's going on in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and plenty of people younger than me that are highly fluent in geopolitical unrest or whatever it happens to be, or wicked awesome at, at detailed finance and playing the market or, you know, whatever it happens to be. So I don't think that has any bearing. It doesn't. And yet you say that. And I think about the, you know, the, the phrase, uh, uh, an old man in a young man's body kind of thing. You know, someone who's wise beyond their years. You, you have all these constructs me? about, about not you. Oh yeah. The, oh, no, the, 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 the general we, oh. uh, <laughs> we have these constructs about as you age, you know, the old wise sage, who gets to that point because of their age and not mm-hmm. because they, they climbed the mountain and, you know, yeah, I, I, th- this has, has become much more about my risk aversion than anything else um, on certain things. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I always, I'm, I, I think I'm always going to feel like, and I think most people do to some degree, always feel like there's some amount of, of kids still inside them. There always will be. Oh my um, God. Absolutely. Part, yeah. Part of and, and, and part of it, you know, I, I, I know you don't have this and I don't know if you ever had this, this change of mindset, but there came a point when my kids started getting a little older and started getting a little more independent when I had the sudden realization, because, you know, I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm close with my folks and I talk to them all the time and I'm selective with what I tell them because there are things that I know they will worry too much about. Mm -hmm. Um, They do not know about my daughter, um, you know, blowing out her tire earlier this week in her car because, because that's not a conversation I need to have. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's, there's concept of protecting them and and knowing what their personalities are like and how they're going to react. Exactly. Exactly. So, so there came a point when my kids were getting older, when I suddenly had this realization that no matter how old they get, no matter how adult they get, they are always going to be these little kids that I want to coddle because that's, that is how family operates. And it gave me a new perspective on my own parents and how they look at me. And I came to realize they're never, I've, I've been waiting for them to recognize my adulthood and stop coddling me and worrying about me and, and all that kind of thing. It's never going to happen. And that's okay because now that I've seen it from my perspective with my kids, I'm always going to be that annoying, you know, call me when you get there person just so I know mm-hmm. you made it in one piece. Mm-hmm. Um, the, so so it's more about me, you being a control freak. No, I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to push back on that one. I'm not a control <laughs> freak. It's, 
it, it's more about understanding that that dynamic and the fact that part of it is that I, I don't feel like an adult sometimes when my parents talk to me like I'm their kid, but I'm never not going to be their kid. Mm-hmm. I'm And I've come to terms with that as I look at my own kids who are young adults now and go, okay, I'm... I'm going to have the same thing with them forever. So a few right. a few weeks ago, I put my wife on a plane and sent her to see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not you per se, but the you know the, no, general, the, the family, no, not exactly. you. Yes. You, you were no. like the, I I actually told her as she got out of the car, I said, make sure you give James a good kick in the ass for me when you're there. No, don't look directly uh, at him. Don't we, just, well, yes, there's that. Gaslight him like he's not even there. Yeah. So that happened to be at the end of a long weekend, and our schedule got changed, and I ended up having to drive my wife to LaGuardia and then come home. So that was about three hours in the car. Mm-hmm. And then I turned around and drove my son to college, and then I came home. That was another five hours in the car. <laughs> so I did an eight-hour car day, and I mentioned, I think the day before, my parents were leaving for a three-week trip mm-hmm. where I wasn't going to be in touch with them. And I mentioned, yeah, I got this all this driving to do, and my dad was like, oh, God, that's a lot of driving. Be careful, be careful. The first thing he says to me three weeks later when they get home from their trip, because they were on they were on a cruise across the ocean, there was no cell service. The first thing he says is, How did that car ride go? And I'm and it's three weeks later. I said, What are you what car ride? What are you even talking about? But that had been on his mind for three weeks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that I that, you know, worried about me. And I'm like, Well, I'm talking to you right now, so apparently it went fine. <laughs> I think that's You think that's you think that's an a, a a a ridiculous level of worry and anxiety. I, I absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what does that have to do with being a grown-up? I guess for, for me, it's about being treated as a grown-up and reconciling that being treated as someone's child is not the same as not being treated as a grown-up. Correct. And the fact that your parents, in this case, have proclivities that are going to cause them to continue to treat you like you're 14 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't think that, I think that when I look around at everybody else's parents that I know, it's the same thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was going to say just, they're not, my parents aren't the problem. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll never admit that to them, but, the, but they yeah. are not the problem. My, my sister is hysterical laughing right now. I'm sure. Yeah, is, she, is she? Yeah. She's like, Oh God, this is gold. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. She, she, she knows it's the same thing. We, 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 we talk about the fact that there are, there are degrees of things which are shareable. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's this is a parent thing, and yeah, I I need to divorce myself from, to your point, how other people would perceive them in particular perceive what I do. I have no I have no doubt that they're proud of me and my accomplishments. I just will never really be an adult to them. Well, I'm sure they're proud of you with certain caveats. Yeah, well, yes, yes, all parents are that way. Oh, we're so oh, proud yeah. of you. But you should do this. <laughs> but but you remember that time? Yeah, when you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. the time when I was nine and did that is yesterday, basically. Yeah. Even though it's it's forty something years. Yeah, later. yeah. As my daughter wanders around the basement looking for something, uh, what'd you lose? It might be over here. Okay. Because you have all kinds of stuff over here. Bye. She's going to work. Ah. Speaking of, of growing up. Mm-hmm. I think you have a very healthy attitude about that. And I think that I do not. <laughs> <laughs>